ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, dogs and cats, children of all ages, I introduce you the future legend. He is the host of Let's Talk Podcast. The one, the only, I introduce you, Philip! Welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Philip, and this is episode number 276. Well, NFL regular season is around the corner, which will start this Thursday on week one. So we're going to talk about NFL, give expectation for teams, including our favorite teams. Plus, we'll give prediction who predict our uh, will make the Super Bowl this coming year, all that good stuff. And today I have two guests who both are no stranger to this podcast. Makes, first, makes his return, Mike. You want to say what's up? What's up, everybody? I'm back. I'm back somehow, some way. I'm back for the NFL season, and I might <laughs> like win games. I'm like, wow! I'm like, wow! <laughs> Unlike last year. <laughs> <laughs> and also joining, who also no stranger to this podcast, Daniel. Want to say what's up, man? Hey guys, uh, good to be here. Good to another year. I can't believe this is what this is the third uh, season preview. I think we've done now, isn't it? I believe so. Yeah, yep. Dirt. that's correct. Yep. Yeah, so yeah, so hopefully it'll make this a uh, annual thing <laughs> for the NFL round table. So, but yeah, guys, are you ready for football, man? Oh yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. What about you, Daniel? You ready for football? Yeah, very, man? very excited. The uh, the off season always seems to take forever, doesn't it? But it's uh, it's good that it's back again, and uh, yeah, looking forward to week one for sure. Yeah, please beat the Cowboys, please. <laughs> <laughs> I just talked to my friend before we started. He's a cop. Was like, oh, he started talking shit. <laughs> I'm like, oh wow. But but anyways, NFL season is around the corner. Week one start this Thursday. Kansas City Chiefs and the Lions will open the season for week one this Thursday. We'll, we'll talk about that match in a bit. What for your favorite teams? What is your expectation for this season? Let's start with you, uh, Daniel. Yeah, well, it's going to be uh, an interesting year for the Giants, I think. Um, obviously, last year, they formed well above expectations. No one expected them to be a playoff team, and they ended up winning a, winning a playoff game. Um, so the uh, the expectations for this year are higher, um, and they've obviously made a couple of um, additions to the team, which hopefully means that they're stronger overall. Um, but it's going to be interesting to see if... Uh, the big impact that the coaching staff had in in uh, their first season, whether they can keep that going for a, for a second season or whether that was a kind of a, a one-time deal. I think everyone pretty much agrees that uh, Gabel and his crew um, sort of won a few more games than, than that team really deserved to. Um, so that's going to probably equalise out. And it's a case of whether some of the, the new players that they've added, like uh, like Waller, for instance, can can make a big difference to really improving the offense. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, you you guys make some amazing run, a good one. You know, you make the playoffs, beat the Vikings, get past the first round. Uh, if we're not gonna talk about what happened the next round, just for your sake, <laughs> for your sanity. Well, that eagle beat down. Oh yeah. I don't want to talk about the Eagles right now. 
But what was your picture of the Giants record for this season? Um, yeah, well, I mean, obviously, the, it's going to be difficult because the NFC East is, is probably one of the stronger divisions now in in the NFC. Obviously, Philadelphia um, stomped the Giants a couple of times. Um, and uh, and Dallas are obviously a, uh, uh, probably one of the, I'd say, probably the two or three teams in the NFC that consider themselves genuine Super Bowl contenders. Um, and then Washington, I think, will be better as well this season as well. Um, you know, they've, they've made quite a lot of changes. They've got um, a, a, probably a, quite an underrated defense. Um, and depending on how Sam Howell goes, they could be a, a, a decent team too. They're definitely around that sort of 500 mark. So there's no easy wins in that division. Um, that's going to make it difficult for the Giants, I think. You know, they've got that uh, in-division schedule. And I think we're playing the, um, the AFC East. That's the crossover this year. And obviously the AFC East is going to be tough as well. So, so it's a tough schedule um, to, to kind of repeat and get back to the playoffs again. Right. Okay. Okay. Is any question you want to ask Daniel, uh, Mike, about the Giants? Uh, I've been watching the Giants because they played the Jets, and it was it got chippy. They got chippy with uh, Rogers and Jihad Ward, and then the Randall Cobb blindside concussion on McLean. So they play each other. So that's I think week eight they play each other. So, and I think I think Dable and you know uh, Kepka and. Uh, Wink Martin did like the coaching staff in Hominal, and they got past the Saquon Barkley whole like thing with no issues. So it really comes down to Pete. This like he was great, like he was everything. He ran the ball, threw the ball. Now you've got Waller, and they got much better wide receiving talent. Jalen Hyatt maybe is a watch somebody down the, down the field that might be a threat. And they got cornerback. They got Deontay Banks in the first round, and you know they should be better. They got much more talent than they had last year. Okay. Oh, now what about you, Brian? Um, as UT say, the New York Packers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, dude, it's crazy. Like one to two podcasts, we saying, "Do not bring Aaron Rodgers. Don't bring the baggage. He's a prima donna. Don't bring him." But listen, I'll shut my mouth. Like he legitimately's come since he's been traded to come here. He's been great on, great for the players. Every he's all in. I have no issues. The way he's handled himself, I will completely own up to and say, like, he's been great. Like, the, the difference between last year's team and versus, like, a playoff play, we had four quarterbacks play during the last season. If Rodgers at all can stay healthy, and it's a, it's a tall task. He's old, you know what I mean? Like, he banged up. The Jets can win games. Uh, a lot of people are saying 12 wins, 13 wins. Uh, it's a tough division. We got to beat the Patriots. I haven't, we haven't, I haven't seen the Patriots been beaten by the Jets in like eight years. Like, like calm down. And like my blows better. So I'm very excited about the Jets. And I do think it's playoffs or bust. I think that has to happen for Joe Douglas, the general manager. That has to happen for Salah, the head coach. Anything less is a sheer disappointment. With everything that was gone, all the investments put in, you have to get the playoffs. Have to. Now I expect to win. Anything you want to add, uh, Daniel? The yeah, well, I mean, I think the, the ceiling is definitely there for the Jets, isn't it? All the, all the things that uh, the blind has just mentioned. You know, the, they really were just, the, seemed like they're just the quarterback away, and now they have that quarterback. Um, I think I think the idea of, of 12 or 14 wins maybe is a little bit stretching it because obviously the, 
the schedule is going to be tough for them as well because for the AFC East is going to be a very difficult division. Um, to get to get get to 12 wins, you're going to have to beat Buffalo twice, and you're going to have to beat Miami twice probably. But um, the, the 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 ceiling is definitely there. They they look like they could quite easily have um, the best defense in the league this year. Probably one of the big things that stood out, I think, in the preseason is is just how good and how deep that uh, defensive line is for for the oh, yeah. um, They really dominated the Giants' offensive line um, in the in that game. Uh, really gave them a tough time, and I think that's going to be. Uh, are a real weapon for them this season. They're going to make life very difficult for a lot of offenses that they play. Okay. Um, I want to ask you this, Mike. Just recently, not that long ago, I think, I think before training camp started, Corey Davis retired, which is pretty surprising. What's your thoughts about Corey Davis retired? Yeah, yeah I, I was surprised. Like, I knew kind of, like, throughout training camp, like, he wasn't, like, standing out, like, the way Garrett Wilson was or, like, Lazard somewhat or, you know, Cobb, because those last two guys have a lot of familiarity with Rodgers, of course. So I kind of knew something's up. But when I saw that he actually retired, I was kind of like, wow. It sucks because it's kind of like what happened with Andrew Luck in Indianapolis. Like, I'll never fault a player for looking out for their best health. And, like, if, if their heart's not in and their mind's not in the game, then, you know, go for it. Retire, you know. It's just the timing sucks because our wide receiver group is kind of thin now. We have a couple undrafted free agents in Gibson and Brownlee who made the team. And you don't know. You don't know what you get with an undrafted free agent. They didn't get drafted for a reason. So... If Cobb doesn't, you know, if Cobb's old, Cobb's somewhat old for a wide receiver. So, and Lazard is, I, I'm still not a believer as, as a wide receiver too. I think he's here because of Rodgers, you know what I mean? Like that's his guy. So it's really all on Garrett Wilson. And like teams know that. I think we know that. So he's going to be doubled. Like he's going to get the top assignment against the cornerback. So I really got to see somebody step up in lieu of Corey Davis's absence, but I hope he's okay. And I'd love to have him back because he's a good, he's a good blocker. And he drops his balls. You know, he'll drop the balls. It happens. But he blocks hard, and he runs good routes. And in the fourth quarter last year, he was big time for Zach Wilson, Flacco, and whoever. So I hope he's all right. What about you, Daniel? What are your thoughts on Corey Davis' unexpected retirement? Yeah, I mean, I think that's going to be – that probably is the big question for the Jets' offense this year is probably the second second receiver. Obviously, we expect – Wilson to, to go to the next level this year, probably his second season in the league. He was very good in his rookie season, but he can probably go to another level. Um, but probably, but the, second, the second receiver there for Rodgers is, is a bit up in the air. And Blindy mentioned the guys that he has, he has history with from Green Bay, and they're going to be, I think, role players. But whether there's, there's someone that can, that can emerge from that pack, you know, there are other guys like McCall Hardman, um, who's probably another guy that you call as a sort of role player. He's kind of that jet sweep guy like he was in Kansas City. They're going to need someone to really establish themselves as that wide receiver too um, to really become one of the better offenses in the league. Okay. Now, which rookies are you looking forward to or which rookies do you keep it, you've got to keep an eye on the most that, that being drafted or even undrafted for this season that might you know, have a good impression. Start with you, Mike. For the Jets, or just all. In general, it could be any. It could be the Jets, or it could be any other teams. Oh, okay. All right. So I'll, I'll pick one for Jets, and I'll just pick one outside. So for the Jets, 
like 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 you know like Daniel said specifically like the Jets pass rush is very deep and our first round pick Will McDonald like he at times was like borderline unblockable like he'd just come off off a tackle and just spin move him and just make him look silly and like he's gonna be a situational pass rusher because we we got Jermaine Johnson Clemens maybe Carl Lawson if he's healthy it's a whole bunch of guys like Bryce Huff like there's a whole bunch of guys so. I think in third down shifts, be on the lookout for Will McDonald and maybe Tippman, our second round pick. If uh, Connor McGovern gets hurt, I really am hoping he can step up and center, you know, play really good. As for outside the NFL, I think John Robinson, the Falcons, I think if you're going to take a running back in the top eight, top nine, you better be good. Like they have Tyler Algier in, in Atlanta, but I think Raiders, it's really, it's really paramount for Ritter. You have, sure, you got Drake London, Kyle Pitts, you got all these guys, but it's really paramount for Ritter to have success with running the ball. So I think if Arthur Smith has a brain, which he should, they're probably going to have Bajan Robinson as a feature back. And uh, I think uh, we, have a, we have a keeper league in a couple of days. I'm going to try to fight for uh, Bajan Robinson. So. Uh, just a spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, uh, Daniel? Uh, yeah, as far as the Giants go, um, Mike's already mentioned him, but uh, I think Jalen Hyatt is probably the most exciting um, in terms of what he can, uh, the dimension that he adds to the offense but hasn't been there. Giants are very, um, I guess you'd call it a small ball offense last year. Daniel Jones didn't have the opportunity to push the ball downfield very much because he didn't have a receiver that uh, that could do that down threat, downfield threat um, stuff. And uh, Hyatt's obviously a, a real speedster. Um, he, he can add that dimension that they haven't had. So um, that could hopefully lead to some more explosive plays, which is something that they really lacked last year. Um, in terms of across the league, I think, I think uh, the obvious choice is um, Anthony Richardson um, for the Colts. Um, I, I don't really expect the Colts to be particularly good this year, um, but Richardson obviously is that uh, dual threat quarterback um, who can who can make things happen on of his own accord. Um, you know, I think he's got uh, he's got some limitations as far as his uh, his accuracy goes throwing the ball, uh, and maybe doesn't have the best uh, cast of characters. But uh, he looks like he can, he's going to be um, very exciting in terms of uh, his running threat, um, and there's I think. It's probably similar to what we've seen in the last uh, the last season with um, um, with Justin Fields. Um, I think that's probably a similar sort of uh, season that we'll see. We'll see some pretty spectacular plays, but uh, maybe the record won't be quite there for the Colts. Okay. 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 Speaking of rookies, we got you know mainly the two rookie quarterbacks. I'm going to talk about you know the Houston Texans uh, with. Uh, what's his name? Oh my God! What's his name? C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud and Carolina with uh, Bryce Young. What? What's your? What your expectation for them for their first? Both of them will start, and also Anthony Richardson too. Also, he will start. Is this a, a bad idea to go start, or is this a maybe a better idea, or maybe another trade land situation beside that training up stuff? Uh, what is your expectation for this rookie season? Is this a mistake? They may start. Is it they start right away? Start with you, Daniel. Um, I think we're at the sort of stage now in the NFL where teams who draft quarterbacks high uh, are, are basically committing to playing them straight away. You know, we don't see uh, very many examples of, of uh, quarterbacks sitting behind an, ex- an established starter uh, waiting a season. 
um, to play anymore. Um, that seems to be something that's uh, uh, that's from the time gone by. Um, I don't think I have particularly high expectations for, for all three of them, really, in their first season. They're all entering um, pretty ordinary um, situations. It's not an, you know, an example of uh, a team that was unfortunate to, to be at the bottom of the league. You know, Carolina doesn't have a lot of uh, skill, talent. Um, the, the receiver situation there is probably about as bad as there is in the league. Um, so, so Bryce Young, I think, is, is entering a pretty difficult situation. He doesn't really have... Uh, they, they traded away their best receiver, for instance, so, so that's not going to help him um, start off well. Houston, obviously, has been, uh, has been quite poor for a long time. Um, they have maybe slightly better uh, weapons for, for CJ Stroud, but um, you know, I, I don't think the, the expectation is, is particularly high, and, uh, and probably the same for Richardson. You know, I think those, all three of those teams are going to be um, probably in the, in the bottom half of the league um, by the end of the season. I don't see any of them really getting close to the playoffs. Okay. okay. What about you, uh, Mike? Uh, see, see, I, I tell you this as a Jets fan. I've seen this with Sam Darnold and Zach Wilson. Like, when you start a quarterback day one, rookie season, there's growing pains. And it's not always the best. Not, not to say that these three guys are going to end up like what happened with you know the Jets quarterbacks, but like sometimes it's best to just sit. Sometimes it's not the end of the world if you sit. You know, like... It's like he, what he, year one, like he took a seat, right? He was sitting behind Wentz. He digested the game. And when he got his chance, he shined. You know what I mean? Like, and he stepped his game up last season. Like, it's not the end of the world if you sit. I just feel like how Indianapolis, Houston, Carolina did this, it's pretty much like, well, we're going to put all the cards in these kids' basket and give them all. It's like there's no real veteran like competition. It's pretty much what Davis Mills like. Like, what's the competition for these for these guys? It's, we picked you one, two, and what uh, four? Like, you know, what I mean, like you're 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 picked. You know, you're picked that high. Go use them. And like Daniel said, they gave up DJ Carolina gave up DJ Moore pretty much and gave up draft surplus to get Bryce Young. Well, now you have Adam Thielen, Terrence Marshall. Like, who do you have for him to throw to? Like, and the offensive line, I saw it versus the Jets and Giants. That Carolina offensive line is terrible. Like, I know Bryce Young can move. Like, he's a shifty son of a gun. But, like, that's not a recipe success for these quarterbacks. Stroud has a good offensive line in Houston. Actually, that's, like, the, the best thing. The problem is, who's their wide receiver? Nico Collins? Like, I guess they have um, Tank Dell. Like, that's the from Houston. Like, that's the standout, like, rookie. Maybe him. Maybe. But, like... Like and then Anthony Richardson, like I guess they had Gardner Minshew. I guess I guess he I guess he's kind of competition, but like too much. Oh, I think you're getting cut off, uh, Mike. Uh, can you hear me now? Yeah, I can. We can. I'm better. Sorry, sorry. No, I was saying with Anthony Richardson with with Gardner Minshew. I guess that's competition, but they don't have too much either. Probably their best skill player in Indianapolis, pretty much like one foot out the door hoping for a trade. So, like, it's not the best, it's not ideal situations for all three guys. And uh, there's going to be growing pains. And I just hope that the franchises have enough patience to stick. Right. Right. Uh, no. That's cool. <laughs> um, you know what? I know, I know, Mike, we, we talk about a certain team before Daniel arrived. Or, 
entertainment purpose. And just in case you could <laughs> Nick, our listener Raiders fan, Nick. <laughs> and Raiders have been somewhat busy in the offseason. You know, Tom Brady's the minor owner. Jimmy Garoppolo is their quarterback now for the team. They, their card went to New Orleans or whatever. For the Raiders, what's the expectation for the Raiders for this season? Let's start with you. You know what? Yeah, go ahead. Start with you, uh, Mike. The expectation for Las Vegas, right? Right. Oh, my goodness. I, I wish I wish Nick was here. I would have said, what happened? I know Derek Carr was he kind of bomb. We talked about it. He, was, he led, I think, the NFL in interceptions. But, like, they have Jimmy Garoppolo at quarterback. And you imagine minority owner now, Tom Brady, has to sit back and watch his understudy and try to, like, the team to success. And you know Devonte Adams, like how many how many games is he going to put up with like poor play at quarterback if Garoppolo's not good? I mean, he's got Aaron Rodgers practically begging for him to come to New York, and you have Josh Jacobs. You have that whole thing with the running backs where he's kind of like, all right, I'm going to play. I got a new contract, but I want a long term deal. Like, I want my touches. I want to play. And like you traded Waller. Hunter Renfro was shot. Like he's, he's being shot, so how? Who knows how long he's going to stay? It's the problem we talked about with with, with Bill Belichick disciples and jo- Josh McDaniels, and much like he did in Denver, I think he's over his head. He's in over his head, and unfortunately, Mark Davis already got. He fired Mike Mayock. He fired John Gruden. So it's all that dead money, guys. There's only so much you can tolerate, and if they don't get off to a good start, he might be the first head coach to go bye bye. Right. Well, what about you, uh, Daniel? Yeah, I think I definitely agree with the Justin McDaniels point. I think we're sort of uh, reaching the point where it's pretty safe to say that he might not actually just be a very good head coach. <laughs> it's kind of as simple as that. Um, yeah. is, you know, his second go at it and it's, uh, his, his record is, uh, is, is pretty terrible. So I think that's the thing. Um, like, like Mike went through, their, their offense looks like it's going to be potentially worse than it was last year. Um, We'll, we'll wait and see what uh, what Jimmy D can do, um, and maybe maybe he's a better fit for the style of offense that they want to run than, than Derek Carr was, because I don't think that ever really um, was a particularly good fit. Um, but I don't really see what there is to get excited about from their from their um, team. Uh, the the offensive weapons are are really um, as as you said, just a couple. They've got a, you know Adams and they've got Jacobs, who are who are good players, obviously, but. Um, the, the defense there is, has been terrible for a long time, and I don't think it looks like it's getting any better. Again, they really just have um, Max Cosby, and that's about it. So, so I don't really know what more um, they they can do. I think it's still looking like a, a pretty ordinary operation there, and uh, and they will probably be one of the few AFC teams that uh, I don't think has any chance of making the playoffs. Um, I think maybe like 13 of the AFC teams would be hoping to make the playoffs this year. Um, but uh, but the Raiders, I think, are one of the few that don't really have a chance. Okay, okay. Over or under, Raiders, the worst team, have the worst record, the worst record this season? Um, I think they, I'm, I'm, I'll put them last in their division. I'd say they're fourth okay. in the division, but I'm probably not very, not the worst overall. Um, they're, but they're, I reckon they'd definitely be maybe like a, in the top six in the draft order. That's probably where I'd have them. Okay. What about you, Mike? Yeah, I think it's last in the division. And that's for, for Denver. Denver doesn't look impressive either, but they're like the last of the two. 
they're better than I think Las Vegas. And as far as worse in the NFL, I think the NFC West. I think you're going to be happy to hear this, uh, Phil. But I think Arizona is uh, a dumpster fire, <laughs> and, yeah. and the Rams are not. Yeah. yeah, Arizona look like they could be on over seventeen. Watch, I think this season they look like they're going to be terrible. Yeah, Kyler, Kyler Murray's on the pup list. When I saw them. They got Joshua Dub. Yeah. They, they, they just traded for him. They just traded with Cleveland. Yeah, they, He's the week one starter. Start. Yeah, they traded for him like a week ago. Yeah. <laughs> for Hollywood Brown, he begged to get out of Baltimore. And now Joshua Dub's Baltimore. Yeah. Jesus Christ. It, it's incredible how Arizona are forward. They were, they were like looking like a playoff team on stage. They were doing really well. And then it all, as soon as uh, Murray got hurt, it's just all falling apart for them really, really quickly. Yeah. So you believe Arizona Cardinals gonna go zero and seventeen? I think there's there's a chance that they beat the Rams. I guess I think, like Mike said, they're lucky that they're in the same division, um, so they'll play each other twice. Right. I think uh, you know you can you can see those the teams splitting there, so at least they get a win each. Uh, but the, but yeah, I think Arizona looks like they're gonna really struggle this year. Uh, that might be about their only chance to to win a game. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And let me ask you. Uh, uh, since we're talking about Arizona Cardinals, let's say they have the worst record. They got the number one pick. You heard about this prospect quarterback, Cab Williams. Assuming he's gonna be enter the NFL draft next year, and say Cardinals got the number one pick, you think they should trade Carson Murray into draft Cab Williams? I I don't think I they can. Yeah. I'm oh, sorry. So you go. You go. I'm sorry, man. Oh, I was going to say, I think that's probably the direction that they're heading. I mean, it, it depends if they can find anyone to trade Kyler Murray to, because they've, they've obviously signed him to a long-term contract. Right. Uh, at, at, at the moment, I'm not sure what, um, what his value is particularly. I don't know if you're going to have a lot of teams lining up to, um, to trade for him. But, uh, but, yeah, I mean, if, if, uh, if Williams is as good as uh, all the, the reports um, have him as, then he's the sort of player that uh, that obviously you'd be falling over yourself to to draft at number one if they end up getting that that draft pick. Okay. Okay. What about you, Mike? I think they'd want to. They have buyers or buyers remorse because it's a new general manager. It's a new head coach. I think it's um, Montefort. Sorry, I think I Asafor. I think I mispronounced his name. And they have Gannon. Like they don't owe Kyler Murray anything. And I think a story hit that he's more interested in playing Call of Duty than actually like you know studying <laughs> the playbook. I was like, oh shit, all that guaranteed money, you know. But it's pretty much like who wants him? Like well, who? He's a small quarterback and he's dynamic, sure. And he's a great athlete, but like he has like, he has temper tantrums. I think Kelvin Beecham, like the long term out and said enough enough of the pouting enough of the bullshit like play like i'm sure in a realistic world they'd love to have and no kyler murray but like you have all that money it really comes down to ownership like how much are they willing to like bite the bullet because you can't have caleb williams and kyler murray in the same that's not that's detrimental to the rookie yeah right right but breaking news um ca- Kyle Murray just pre-ordered the new Call of Duty game that's coming out there this year. This game. <laughs> 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 Murray, come on, man, come on, man. But but anyways, we talk about we, we all we all agree Arizona Cardinals gonna have the worst record in the league this season. 
Who do you think will have the best record in the league this season? Start with you, Mike. Oh my God! See, see, I gotta give love to the Eagles as the top seed last year around this time, and they kept their part. Like they, they pretty much honored that part. The Eagles again. I know it's a tough division, but they only got better. The draft they got better. Some more talent. They kept Slay. They kept a whole bunch of their talent. Like they didn't lose too much. And if you think Jalen Hurts got paid, he got the big money. And if anything's like, if he plays to anything like he did last year with AJ Brown, Devontae Smith, now they got a little bit of a running game. Like that, that team is going to be good. Like, they came one win away from winning it all. And they actually somehow have gotten better. They have a lot of depth. So if guys go down, especially in that defense, they have Jalen Carter, they have Jordan Davis. The defense of the Eagles is from Georgia. Nolan Smith. They have Nicobe Dean. Like they have like half half thing, and they won a title. Like it's crazy. Like that. I'm banking on the Eagles this year. Like I think they're gonna 12, 13 wins. I'm gonna edit this. Sorry. What about you, Daniel? Um, I'm going to make a pick here that's going to make you happy, uh, Peter. I think um, I think the 49ers are definitely in the, in the conversation for best record this year. Um, I'm basing that on, well, I mean, we expect them to be a good team, but I'm just thinking about uh, their their opponents. Obviously, the, uh, the NFC West, as we've talked about, um, looks like it's shaking up. It's a relatively easy division um, for them. We've already mentioned the, the Cardinals and the Rams, who they should roll over um, pretty easily this season. Um, and I'm just thinking, you know, in comparison to the Eagles, who who face a you know stiffer competition within their division, um, I think probably things are just shaping up a little bit easier for for the 49ers in terms of their uh, their regular season. Uh, obviously, the playoffs might be a might be a completely different kettle of fish, but uh, but for the regular season, I like I like San Francisco's chances of uh, of putting up one of those kind of big seasons where they uh, they really roll to like 13 or 14 wins. Yeah. I always like you, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Now, I'm gonna list some of the teams, and you tell me what you expect them for this season. Let's start with our beloved, or I so-called, the American team, the Dallas Cowboys. Start with you, uh, Daniel. Yeah. Well, I mean, Dallas are, are, are one of the, I say, the three teams in the NFC that really I would say consider themselves genuine Super Bowl contenders, along with the teams we just talked about, Philadelphia and San Francisco. I think they're the, the big three in the NFC uh, this season. Um, they've got a similar, a similar story to, to some of the other um, teams where they've been close in recent years, um, but they haven't quite managed to... Um, obviously, they've struggled big time in those playoff games, haven't they? They've had some, some pretty embarrassing um, results in the playoffs. Um, obviously, last year's, last year's ending with... Uh, with Zeke Elliott as the as the centre, uh, was, was a bit of a uh, a bit of a sh- uh, shambles for them, um, and that's really been what they've been like. They're, you know, they're they're a good team on paper. Um, they'll they'll probably have a, a pretty successful season, but it's whether um, the changes that they've made with uh, with Mike McCarthy um, becoming the play caller, um, whether that's going to pay off for them. I'm not quite so sure, um, but uh, I think they'll definitely be in the mix. They've got too many good players. Um, you know, they're. They've got a great defense. Um, Micah Parsons um, is probably a, a really strong defensive player of the year candidate this year. 
Um, and obviously, um, C.D. Lamb kind of emerging as one of the best receivers in the league as well. So um, I think they'll definitely be be, uh, be in the mix, but it's whether they can kind of get rid of that reputation as a bit of a playoff choking team. Uh, that's really the one question for them this season. Take that, you go. <laughs> but well, what about you, uh, Mike? So just as much as the Eagles made me look good last year, last year I said Mike McCarthy would be the first head coach gone. I thought Dallas would be terrible, and they actually were pretty good. So I'm not going to bet against them. I actually think they're probably a playoff team too, just pretty much like HR said. Like the defense is pretty good with under Dan Quinn. They added Brandon Cooks. He's going to compliment C.D. Lamb. You have two burners. Like not many teams have one, let alone two guys that can like – I think Ezekiel Elliott's – so it's all Pollard. Like that's – his team. So an offensive line, you know, I think they just signed Terrence Steele today to like a nice deal. And they have Zach Martin. He got his money after holding out. So a lot of money invested in the O-line. So I think, I think what, um, what Daniel said about Kellen Moore gone to chargers, it's an interesting dynamic. Like how much credit does Kellen Moore get for Dak Prescott and gang doing so good last year? Like Mike McCarthy, I know he was the play caller in green Bay and everything. That's Aaron Rodgers, pretty much. You know what I mean? Like, I'm curious. It's, it's going to be an interesting dynamic. And, of course, you have the whole Jerry Jones. He's always hovering. He's always, you know, he's always a conversation away from getting his way. So it's interesting. I think it's, it's, it's they're always interesting. They're America's team for a reason. I think I think they're a 9-10 win team. Why not? Okay. okay. We talk about the Cowboys. Not that long ago, they... Trip, they make a trade. They trade the fourth rounder for Trey Lance, which is oh. kind of kind of surprising. Uh, and you know that's, that I remember that Crystal got say he's not surprised anymore. Blah blah blah. What were your thoughts about Cowboys crying Trey Lance? Uh, start with you, Mike. Oh my God! Thank God for Trey Lance because if not, Zach Wilson would have been like the standalone like disaster of that QB class in uh, twenty twenty. Like that's crazy. When I saw that, I knew Trey Lance was on the out when they announced when they announced Sam Darnold as the backup quarterback in San Francisco. I pretty much knew you couldn't have Trey Lance kind of be either that system quarterback, like a wildcat or like inactive. So you might as well just cut your cut your costs, get fourth. I think a couple teams ran after him. I think Baltimore, Buffalo, I think Chicago. I don't know. There's a couple teams to get him. So it's I. It's interesting. Like, I don't think Trey Lance is very good, but granted, like, between North Dakota State and the NFL, like, he really hasn't seen much action. Injuries, COVID, like, he really he really hasn't gotten that much reps. Like, yeah. I, I think he has, like, five starts or four starts throughout, like, college, like, like the final year of college and, like, the NFL. Something stupid. Like, it's interesting. I mean, I... I don't think much of trans as a player, but I guess it's it's a fourth. You know, it's a pick that you want to have, but it's not like it's not like a great pick. It's a worthwhile flyer. I just I don't I don't really believe in him as a quarterback. Okay. What about you, uh, Daniel? Yeah, I think uh, I think Dallas was a, a bit of a strange place for him to end up. I mean, I think for, for his from his perspective, he would have uh, probably preferred to go to a team. Um, where he had more of a chance to play potentially at some stage. I mean, obviously he's he's, he's not going to play as long as Prescott's healthy for Dallas. Um, you know, 
a little bit surprised that that some of the the more quarterback needy teams in the league weren't weren't some of the um, teams that were supposedly after him. You know, like a team maybe like you know Tampa Bay or someone like that who really doesn't have particularly good options. A quarterback might have um, been a better landing spot for him. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean his his career is really at a complete crossroads at the moment um, because. As as Mike was saying, he just he just hasn't played, um, so he, he's easy to write off. Um, but he he just hasn't played enough for us to really be able to make a an assessment. Obviously, the fact that um, Shanahan has given up on him um, doesn't bode well for how he's kind of developing um, yeah. in in the system and things like that. And obviously, uh, you know, the idea that uh, that Shanahan's system is about as quarterback friendly as they they can possibly be, if he hasn't been able to make it in that environment, how good can he be anywhere else? Um, but at the same time, unless you're getting to play, it's, it's a bit difficult to really make an assessment. Um, and as, as, as Mike said, with so, such few college experience and, uh, and barely getting to play in the NFL, it's a bit hard to really make a, make a judgment on, on whether he is good or not. <laughs> it's, a, it's a bit of a strange case because, because he's barely played. Right. Do you believe that in his rookie season, he Shannon could play him in the rookie season, but he was red flag. We only played two games due to Jimmy Garoppolo injury. Do you believe that he should have gotten reps more playing in his rookie season? Maybe we have a good idea what maybe Trey Lance uh, maybe develop as a quarterback because he, he didn't play much in college due to you know COVID and stuff. Do you believe he should have been getting more reps, more important, getting more reps, uh, Daniel? Yeah, I mean, I think if the 49ers had their time over again, then maybe they would do something a little bit differently. Um, right. But at the same time, you know, they, they were in a bit of a difficult situation because they're, they're, trying, to win, they're trying to win a Super Bowl. Um, so right. they have to make decisions that are in the best interest of the, of the team. Um, and, and at the time, they, they obviously thought that Jimmy G was the quarterback that gave them the best chance to win. Um, and, and he did get them close to winning a Super Bowl. So you can't really argue from that perspective. I think um, you know it was always it was always going to be a difficult situation for them because they were they were drafting a quarterback with the um, like the the idea that he could be the one that pushed put them over the top, but at the same time they were taking the risk that he wouldn't be ready to play um, at, in the period that they um, that they needed him to be ready at, and, and that's kind of how it ended up turning out. It just I think the time the time frame just didn't work out for either the 49ers or Trey Lance as, a, as an individual as a player. Um, you know, in a, in another universe, um, things might have lined up nicely, and uh, and, we, and the situation might have been dramatically different. But uh, that's just not how life works sometimes. And to and we saw Brock Perry do it, uh, what he was capable of lasting. So that change regarding the quarterback situation with Kyle Shannon too. There's something to look at that perspective because if it wasn't for Brock Perry, I think Trey Lance would be staying on, still on the team. Well, what, what about yeah. your thoughts, uh, Mike? It's like they're trying to contend for a Super Bowl. Like, they don't have time to wait on a rookie. Like, they need guys to feed George Kittle, Debo Samuel. Like, there's no time. Like, it sucks for him because you gave up all that draft picks. And it's, it's not fair. Like, it's not, you know what I mean? Like, he's already a project in itself. But now he has all that, like, draft picks and, like, countless those. It's just not everybody can succeed off that. So maybe in a way the trade needed to happen. He needed to get out of that shadow of just being like, you know, the colossal disappointment 
And uh, yeah, I mean, with Garoppolo, he took him as far as he can and made better physical attributes, but his accuracy is terrible. Like, you can't just play him just because he's the pick. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? And uh, I just think it's interesting. John Lynch, there was like banter, like one wanted Mac Jones, one wanted Trey Lance. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I wish one day there was some sort of way we find out who wanted who. I don't know if we're ever going to find out. I wonder like how much of that was on Shanahan or how much of that was on Lynch. There is a rumor that Shanahan wants Mac, Mac Jones while Lynch wants the one want John, uh, Trey Lance. That's just not saying Mac, Mac, Mac Jones is not great either. Like, right. He's not great either, but compared to Trey Lance, he looks like Johnny Unitas. So I mean, shoot. <laughs> Is there anything you want to add, uh, Daniel? Yeah, I mean that 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 idea certainly makes sense in terms of what we know about the people involved. I mean, Purdy looks to be much more of that similar player to to Mac Jones. You know, the idea that they're they're good processors of the field, they make good decisions, they don't turn the ball over. Um, that that seems to be the type of quarterback that the Shanahan likes. You know, it's uh, we we we've heard that he the Shanahan likes um, Kirk Cousins. So that's you know that's been the, the yeah. story for a long time, and he's another player that's sort of a, a similar nature. Um, you know, they might not have elite um, physical tools like Trey Lance has, um, but but in the in Shanahan's system, um, that decision making seems to be a um, seems to be something that he values highly, the idea that you can get the ball into the receiver's hands and let them, you know, get yards after the catch and things like that. It's not about, you know, putting it all on the quarterback and um, and, and, and the quarterback having to make spectacular plays. So that seems like it might have already, always been a bit of a uh, an incongruous fit in terms of how Lance was going to fit into Shanahan's system. Um, but, it, you know, I think from the 49ers' perspective, they seem to have um, found... Uh, a guy that fit that role anyway. You know, they were—he might have been the last pick in the draft rather than a first-round quarterback. But if you if you flip them around, if if uh, if Purdy was was drafted three, um, and Lance was Mister Irrelevant, then this story wouldn't be a story at all. You know, we would just be talking about the fact that the 49ers have a good quarterback and they're and they're Super Bowl contenders, and no one really would have cared that they traded uh, Lance away for for a, for a small draft pick. Let me ask you guys this, please. Brock Purdy, which is a nice story last year, is he the real deal? Is he really the real deal, or maybe it's just a fluke? Start with you, Daniel. Yeah, well, I mean, this season's going to be big to, to really decide, isn't it? Um, you know, teams have had a chance to, um, they'll have, they've had the whole offseason to, to look at Purdy's tape and, uh, and see what he did well and how he was able to, to succeed um, down the stretch. Um, and it'll be up to him to to see if he can if he can replicate what he did um, at the end of the season before he unfortunately got hurt in the playoffs. Um, that's going to be the real test as to whether it was a bit of a fluke um, stretch for him or whether he is genuinely a uh, you know a, a, pre- a pretty um, I used to, I have to say I guess above average starter um, in the NFL. That's you know he he's shown in a short in a small sample size that he has the ability to to really lead that offense well. Um, and I think you, you, if you're making any sort of impartial um, decision at this stage, you'd have to say that he looks like he'll be able to do it again this season. Okay. What about you, uh, uh, Mike? I think it's it's hard it's hard to fuck. Debo Samuel Ayuk. You have George Kittle. Defensive minds in the game, like that's like you know they give you like 
drive a Lamborghini and just don't crash it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's really hard to mess this up. And I think what's good with Purdy is he knows his limitations. He knows what he can and cannot do. He's not going to go and try to throw, like, rifles out there. Like, you know what I mean? That's not his bread and butter. He's, he's precision. He's timing. He's rhythm. And um, I think he's okay. I mean, I, I don't think, like, I don't think he's going to light the world on fire. I mean, you got to remember, he's rusty. Like, he got injured in the playoffs. He really hasn't thrown, like, a whole lot. Like, I don't think he played in the preseason at all, yeah, right? Yeah, like, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, he did. Like, yeah, he, he probably did. played. He probably, he probably, I mean, but, like, you're going you're gonna to play week one, and it's, like, all go, like, green light and everything. You know what I mean? Like, I think he's okay. I, I think, like, the Kirk Cousins thing that I think um, Daniel mentioned is interesting. He's kind of on like, you know, well, like a year to year basis. I think he may maybe he re-upped in Minnesota for a little longer. But like I think he's okay. I, I think you can improve off him, but I think for Anahan wants, he wants full authority, he wants full control. And I think Purdy gives it to him. Okay, okay. Now now another team wanna talk about the Miami Dolphins. Start with you, Mike. Oh my god, I hate Miami Dolphins and uh <laughs> I think with, with the Jalen Ramsey injury, with you know the two, you know the two, you always, you know that that whole concussion fiasco last year with uh, Mike McDaniel and everything. Yeah, I, they're 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 good on paper. Is always injured, even going back to the Saints, but they don't have death pieces. So that's not that's a team like they're good on paper. They have all wow, have Hill, and they have all these guys that they can throw and everything. All the speed burners. But if somebody goes down, like who's next to step up? And they have what? Um, Christian Watkins, I believe, uh, their defensive tackle. Uh, they haven't paid, like he's the only defensive tackle left that didn't get paid. Christian Watkins, they didn't get paid. Um, yeah, I think they're good. I think they're overrated, though. I think people are saying they can win the AFC East. I actually think they're the third best team. I'm not, I'm not even being a homer. I think the Jets are second. I think the Bills are the best, but like, I think they're okay. okay. I mean, I'm not like wowed by them. They got speed, and I guess, I guess Tua is great. I guess, <laughs> but like he 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 didn't even look that great. I think he threw an interception against the Texans in the preseason. You know, I mean, like he's another guy who's been kind of snake bitten. You know, so I think Miami's a borderline playoff team. I, I'm not I'm not all in on them. If Dolphin fans through your DMs on Twitter, don't bring it. Me. Bring it on. They don't scare <laughs> me. Bring bring it on. Mike White, Braxton that? Barrios, bring take all the Jets, take all the Jet cast off all you want. That can change. It's gonna be nine win team, eight win team. Suck it. <laughs> what, what about you, uh, Daniel? <laughs> yeah, I think I think I agree with a lot of what Mike said there. I think um generally speaking, I've been a bit higher on Miami than than uh, than most, I think I was. We had a bit of an argument about Tua um, this time last year, and I was saying, you know, he he has the chance to play well. He's got a, he's got a, uh, better weapons. He's got a proper offensive coach now. Just wait and see what he can do. And I think that proved that to be the case. You know, he had a good season last year, um, save for the uh, the injury issues. Um, but there's just a vibe, I think, around Miami that uh, this hindering the season that. Uh, looks a bit shaky in terms of whether they can replicate things going forward. You know, um, Mike mentioned um, Armstead um, with a bit of an injury cloud. He's, he's often injured and he's such an important player for them. Um, obviously, the, the protection of Tua um, is, so, is so crucial 
um, with with his concussion issues and trying to um, avoid hits on him. Um, Miami really fell off the cliff when when Armstead got injured last season, and then right. Tua got injured because of that. Those things are all connected. Um, so his presence is is super important for them. Um, and obviously, you know, the big acquisition on on defense, Jalen Ramsey is is out as well. So that's a that's a big a big hit for them. Um, I, probably, if you're looking for positives for Miami, I think we kind of expect that their defense will be a bit better this season. They've got Vic Fangio, who's a, a very experienced um, defensive coordinator and has basically done a good job everywhere he's been. Um, they've got uh, they've got some some pieces there that, um, that 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 could definitely improve. You know, I think there's a chance that uh, Bradley Chubb um, has a bit of a breakout season. He's never quite lived up to his um, his draft um, position. He's, a, he's I think he's been a, he's been a good player, but he hasn't been a great player so far in his career. And maybe in a Fangio defense, he can he can take it the next step and really become a, a big time impact player for them. So that's probably something um, if you're looking for a positive. Um, but uh, but as Mike was saying, you know we keep coming back to this idea that if the, the AFC East is is going to be a super competitive division. Um, you, you're going to have to be good, um, really good, if you if you want to make the playoffs out of that division. And I think his his position. Um, of, of Miami is the third best team in the division heading into the season sounds about right to me. Okay. Now, the next team is the Seattle Seahawks. Start with you, uh, Daniel. Mm, Seattle are an interesting team. Obviously, um, the, the real surprise um, of, last, of last year was just how good Geno Smith played. Um, and I guess he's, he's another player this season that the, the, the question is, was that season genuine, or you know, was it was it a bit of a a bit of a fluke? Um, we'll, we'll just have to wait and see on that. They they've made they've made um, some some acquisitions um, for this season that that put him in a good position. You know, obviously they've uh, they've drafted uh, JSN to be that third receiver to go along with um, Metcalf and Lockett. I mean, that looks on paper like it could be a tremendous receiving core. There's probably um, maybe only Cincinnati um, in terms of a team that runs three deep like that um, that can that can contend with them in terms of a trio of receivers. Um, they've drafted uh, Charbonnet, the running back, um, to pair with Ken Walker. That looks like it could be a great one-two punch in the backfield. So um, their, their offense looks like it could be looks like it could be very good again. Um, but yeah, I think yeah, it's going to just be that question as to whether Geno can play. Um, at a similar level to what he did last year. I mean, there's no there's no reason why he wouldn't, but just the 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 kind of bizarreness and the out of nowhere nature of his season last year um, is probably the only question mark as far as that goes. Okay. What about you, Mike? Yeah, I think HR that like they have a lot of like young talent. Like credit to Schneider and Carroll, like they. Sorry, I think my phone. I'm sorry. Going back to Seattle, um, I think credit credits them. They built a lot of young talent, a lot of young nucleus like JSN. They have Lockett, Metcalf, the two running backs that Daniel mentioned. Like, and I, I'm so happy for Geno Smith. Like, he got a raw deal with the Jets, and you know he came in for Eli Manning during the whole McAdoo thing, and like he kind of never found a footing with the Giants fandom because of that. So he really bit his time, and he, you know. He hid behind Russell Wilson. When, when Wilson got hurt, he took advantage, and he played good, and then he stepped it up last season. I'm very happy for him. Who I'm not happy for is Jamal Adams. Jamal Adams can suck. He's not going to play week one. That's, thank you. Thank you for Garrett Wilson. 
<laughs> Thank you for Garrett Wilson. I'll, that's a great trade. But you know, I think they took Witherspoon, the cornerback from Illinois. I think the sixth pick with the Russell Wilson pick. He's supposed to be like him and Wooden, like are supposed to make for like a pretty good cornerback duo. We got to see if Wooden's going to live up to year two. But um, yeah, I mean, I think with the Seahawks, though, I think they still have to find like a real like pass rusher. I think they once they can find that game breaking pass rusher, then I think you can start to really take them to the next level. I do think by default they're going to be the toughest competition for the 49ers. I think those will be really good contests in the yeah. NFC West. But um, yeah, I, I think there's a lot to like with Seattle. They're young. It's a young team, and they made the playoffs, and I think they're only going to get better. Uh, I guess. <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> I guess. I guess. I know, I know. The next team we're going to talk about, the Minnesota Vikings. Start with you, Mike. Boy, listen, Dalvin Cook was like half half the thing, like half the operation for so many years. Now he's joined the good guys. So now it's pretty much going to be throw to Justin Jefferson, throw to Justin Jefferson, throw to Justin Jefferson. Pretty much at this point, he's about to be like the biggest paid wide receiver in NFL history. Maybe arguably the best non-quarterback like paid ever. Like he he's the man. And I just think with Thielen gone, there's so much things. How much... Will Jordan Addison, their first-round pick, step up and contribute as the wide receiver too? Maybe KJ and Osborne can step up and be that guy. I'm really curious under O'Connell, like who can fill in that wide receiver too? Because it can't just be throw Justin Jefferson the ball. Team, he made some crazy acrobatic catches, like the one in Buffalo. That was like a crazy game, and that that catch, I have no idea how he pulled that off. Like it's a magician, and I think Cousins, you know, he can take you to a level. There's only he can take you to the pony show, but you're not going to win the whole shebang with him. So, I mean, you know that. I'm just curious, like, how much are they going to have Cousins throw? Who's going to run behind him? You know what I mean? Like, I'm surprised they aren't going after Jonathan Taylor. You would think that's like a match made in heaven, potentially. But, and I think their defense, I, yeah, I think they got rid of the coordinator because he was terrible against the Giants last year. Like, there was so much prevent D. Like, it was so soft. And um, I think like, it was kind of like a bend-don't-break sort of thing last year. They won so many close contests last year. I think, I think they're going to take a step back. If you can cut half those one-win, uh, those one-score games that they were in, they're probably like a eight-win team. I think they're behind the Lions for sure in that division. I think they're like an eight and eight. Okay. What about you, um, Daniel? Yeah, I think I think Mike's uh, made a lot of good points there. Obviously, they, I think they were the, the, the real standout team last year in terms of um, their record not really matching up with how good they genuinely were. And I think that kind of got shown up in the in the playoffs. Um, they, I don't think anyone really saw them as a as a playoff type team, but uh, they were able to win a lot of those close games and uh, ended up with a record that was probably pretty inflated. Uh, you'd expect that to come back to sort of a, a reasonable level this year. Um, they're sort of a, like like the, the record that Mike said there, they feel like it's just a genuine kind of middle of the road type team. You know, they've got, they've got a couple of good players. Um, obviously Jefferson is the, is the standout there, but there's not enough there. Um, apart from him, to really see them being particularly um, threatening. Um, 
they they feel like a, like a genuine 500 type team. They're not going to be terrible because they've got a decent quarterback and a and obviously a, a really great um, wide receiver. Um, but apart from that, it's there's there's not a whole lot to to get excited about. They just don't have the um, the amount of pieces or or the depth. Um, even if the the defense does get a little bit better this season than it was last year, which you kind of expect is the case because they were they were so bad last year. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I, it's hard to, to see them winning any more than than eight or nine games, as as Mike was saying. That that seems to be about the the ceiling that they could possibly have. And I, I think they signed Brian Flores. That was the defensive coordinator this year. So the whole thing with the NFL, like he's counter-suing or suing the NFL over not being hired. I'm curious. That's interesting. Like that's not resolved, but now he's the defensive coordinator. They can't be any worse than they were last year. Yeah. And you, since you mentioned the Detroit Lions, and Detroit Lions were close to make the playoffs, but due to Seattle being the Rams, good job, Rams. Uh <laughs> and Seattle did beat the Packers that starting UT the last game of the season, but still didn't make the playoffs. Yeah, will the Lions make the playoffs this year? But uh Daniel? Um yeah, I think they will. Yeah. I mean I'm I'm pretty optimistic about the Lions. I think uh, they they were one of the form teams um at the end of last season. I think they uh, their their record down the stretch was like eight and two or something like that and they seem to really be uh, finding themselves under under Dan Campbell. Um, they're another team that has a lot of um, exciting young players. Um, they, they seem like an, an ascendant team. Um, you, you, you'd expect um, things to, to continue in that in that vein, and I think um, I feel like they're a step ahead of um, um, of Minnesota um, in that division. Um, Green Bay as well. There's, there's question marks about them. Um, Detroit, I think if they can keep that, that high-powered offense going that they seem to have, you know, they, they managed to keep hold of Ben Johnson, their offensive coordinator, who, who's done a fantastic job there. Um, there's a lot of reasons why, uh, why they should be good again this season. Okay. Okay. What about you, uh, Daniel? I mean, Mike? Yeah, I'm all in with the Lions. I actually think they're going to be... Not, not only are they going to be really good, I think they're going to be a fun team to watch. I can't wait for Thursday's game against the Chiefs because I think that's going to be a high-scoring game. They have Amon St. Brown. They drafted Jameer Gibbs with the high pick. I'm curious how he's going to be used. And they have Reynolds. They they had so many guys that can get open. Like Ben Johnson, he's pretty much like about to be a head coach. Like he had to turn down interviews last year just because he, he can pick. He can pick who he wants. He doesn't have to settle for anything. Like that says it all. And Dan Campbell, like say whatever you want. He had that whole biting the kneecaps thing and everything, the hard knocks, all the rah-rah stuff. Year, yeah, he looks. Year two, he looks like a actually decent head coach, an aggressive head coach. And um, Aaron Glenn, the defensive coordinator, I think as soon as they got rid of one of the secondary coaches, the defense got better. I mean, they have Aiden Hutchinson, the their former number two pick. I think if he takes a step up, like you know, that's that's they're going to be a good team. That's a double digit win team. They came on so strong last year, and it's it sucks they just missed the playoffs. Yeah. They, I think they played spoiler. They took out UT's Packers on prime time, but um, they got the Seahawks. And but yeah, um, they, they're going to be fun. They're going to be a fun team to watch. Since you mentioned Week One start this Thursday, the Chiefs versus Detroit Lions. What are your thoughts about that matchup, uh, Mike? 
I really hope it's going to be on paper, like an offensive, like slugfest. You always, you don't ever know with week one, everybody's rusty, you know, you, everybody's feeling their way as a team, but no Chris Jones, Chris Jones is not going to play most likely. So, I mean, that's the chief's best defensive player. It should be like a 37, 30, like onslaught. Like I really hope it's good Thursday. Like I, this should be like Jared, Jared Goff. We, we touched upon him a little bit. He looked great. He looked revitalized. I'm curious if he can take a step up this year. He has all the pieces. You know, Mahomes is, of course, he's Mahomes. And um, no more Eric Bieniemy as well. You have um, Nagy as the offensive coordinator. And I guess, you know, Andy Reid is kind of like the godfather on offense of that team. But, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I can't wait. Bring me football. Can't wait. Okay. okay. What about you, uh, Daniel? Yeah, I'm looking forward to the game too. Obviously, I think, uh, like Mike's saying, it, it, it sort of shapes up as being an offensive slowdown. Um, I think it's it's definitely a tough draw for, for Detroit to get this um, this big. You know, this, they don't get many big prime time games like this, and for them to get the Chiefs right. in Week One is a is a pretty tough draw for them in terms of uh, everyone kind of for the first time in a long time. Um, they, it, it, I, I hope for their sake that uh, they're able to, to keep it close and, and compete because, you know, they obviously have higher expectations this season than they've had for a long time. And the, and the one thing that they don't want to happen is to get uh, to get stomped and have their momentum shattered right off the bat. So for their, for their sake, I hope they're able to keep it close and, um, and maybe the fact that uh, Chris Jones is not going to be playing is, is good for them. Um, but I think if you're, if you're picking... Uh, it's hard to go past the Chiefs, obviously, uh, in this game. Right. They're at home. Yeah, like, uh, a very difficult uh, um, one to, to contend with. So they have to be the favourites. But uh, hopefully, for Detroit's sake, they right. can step close and, and make an exciting game for us all watching in week one. Um, I'm going to have to jump off, guys. It's been good to chat. But uh, uh, thanks, for, thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for having the time. It's uh, good to talk to you, man. Yeah, it's good yep. to talk to you. And as always, you're welcome to come back if you're up to it, man. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks so much. I'll uh, I'll chat to you guys on the on the board. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Good, <laughs> okay, see ya. See ya. All right, we'll we'll continue this and then we'll wrap it up. Um, the next, it was since we're talking about the week one matchup, we got we got matchup. Um, which beside your teams and the the Chiefs. Uh, versus Lions, which match are we looking forward for week one, uh, Mike? Oh, my God. Um, let me pull up the schedule. <laughs> I got to – because, I, you know, I was going to say Jets-Bills because I think that's going to be a great game. Yeah. Let me see really fast. I should know this. Uh, see, I always like to see – I always like to see the rookie quarterbacks. I think <laughs> the Texans-Ravens. A tough, that's a tough. That's a tough one for Stroud. Yeah. Man. I don't know. On the road, it's a road game too. Wow, 49ers at Steelers. You guys, you guys open in Pittsburgh. That's that's gonna be a good one. Yeah. I'll pick that. I'll pick that. Shoot, I think I, I think the Steelers are gonna be pretty good this year. I think with yeah. Pickett, I'm not like a big Pickett guy, mm-hmm. but they got better. They got Darnell Washington. You know, they got Deontay Johnson. They've got um, Pickens, George Pickens. He was really good. He makes some crazy catches. And the defense, TJ Watt, like got um, yeah, you got a couple really good pass rushers. Yeah, man, I'm telling you, that's gonna get that's gonna be a good one. I'm just looking at all the Eagles and. Pick-
I would love, I know you hate the Eagles. I would love to see Bill Belichick get clowned in Foxborough, man. <laughs> oh my God. I would love that. And I th- Chargers, dude, that's Tua versus Herbert. That's like two guys who went back to back. Yeah. That's a personal one for Herbert. He got, you pick Tua, Tagla Viola over him. A personal one. This is this is actually a decent. We usually week one to give you like throwaway games. They think it's us. It's opening day. You'll watch football. You'll you'll just enjoy it. Yeah. Good games. Yeah, these dude. These are some good games. I'm not even gonna lie. Shoot. You got the Cowboys, the Giants for Sunday night too. Yeah, dude. They listen. I, I with the NFC East games, like yeah, like like they do. They do too much of that prime time. I'm sorry. <laughs> But, I I, I, I even talk about my friend about about that who is a Cowboys fan. Yeah, like Cowboys seem to be always open up against the Giants almost every year. This is yeah, I don't know of, why. It's kind of weird, except for last year. I know last year they opened up against the the Buccaneers, um, Tampa Bay, but almost every year it's weird. Why they always open? I like I bet the schedule maker is a, is a Giants or a Cowboys fan. <laughs> Yeah, I get it. They're like, you know, these are two like national like powerhouse teams and yeah. everything. But I would say though, September 11th, Monday night, I really thought they're going to do Jets Giants, 9/11. You know, I really thought they were going to do that. I'm actually, yeah. surprised they that was kind of. But they do got the Jets on September 11th prime time. So I mean, at least there's that. Yeah, dude, I'm telling you, they they probably have so many. I'm I'm surprised the Jets have so many prime time games. That. Like that's the power <laughs> of Aaron Rodgers, man. That's the power of the craziness. It, and Aaron Rodgers debut uh, with the Jets too, and it's on a Monday night football first Monday night football of the season. And you, you guys are on the road, right? No, Jet Life. Oh, at home. Oh, oh, oh yep, yep, home. yep, yep, yep. Oh, back. Wow. It's going to be back to back games at MetLife on primetime. That terrible turf. They they supposedly say the turf is going to be better. But like everybody gets hurt. Do you remember the 49ers? Solomon oh, Thomas. That's, that's, everybody. Everybody. Are you are you gonna pay Nick Bosa? There better be. Uh hashtag pay Nick Bosa. You know what? I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna message the 49ers on Instagram and do that voice recording and I say, pay the man up. Come on. You, gotta pay. you gotta pay him the money. My goodness. Like you got you got Ebo. Now you gotta give him the money. Give him the money. Give him the money. But um, but anyways, I, I'm looking forward to that you and RT's gonna battle up for Monday Night Football. <laughs> <laughs> I already battle with him on AEW stuff. Everything AEW, we pretty much clash heads. Monday though, bring it on. That's gonna be crazy with with Damar Hamlin. I mean that's yeah football game since that. They're gonna be you're gonna have Damar Hamlin yep. probably leading them. They're gonna be a good gonna be a good game. No Von Miller. Like I'm so happy because the Jets' offensive line, they have Beckton and Dwayne Brown. Like that's question marks. You can exploit that. But the Bills' pass rush, what Leonard Floyd, AJ Espinosa, like who do they have? Like with Von Miller hurt, like that's that's a that's a sigh of relief. And you know Josh Josh Allen is Josh Allen. He's amazing. I have him for fantasy. But yeah, they beat him. They beat him at home last year. Why not? Why not do it on primetime? Since you mentioned uh, Josh Allen, amazing. Hopefully, the kid didn't hear that. <laughs> <The kid. laughs> you know how he feel about Josh Allen. <laughs> uh, 
I hate I hate that he's I hate that the Bills finally have like a really good quarterback, but right. yeah, he's good. He's he's the goods, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, who do you think will be the MVP this year? Josh Allen. <laughs> Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Oh, okay. He never won it, right? Like I've every time I pick him, I think I pick him every single year to win it, and he never does. I feel like I feel like they expect they use him like seriously, like they they use him so much as a runner, as a quarterback, as a thrower. Just completely just blows up the entire team chemistry. Why not? I would say pick Josh Allen. That that would be my MVP. Okay. Okay. It's funny because I mentioned this to our team when it was on my podcast. Um, that every time I predict the Bills to win the Super Bowl, it never did. So I'm gonna stop predicting the Bills to win the Super Bowl. Now keep picking <laughs> no. them. Keep, keep picking them. Keep picking them. Don't don't. Like, I love that. Uh-huh. They always they always blow it. And... Amazing. And I, no, I just I... <laughs> much. How much will they let Sean McDermott like coach? Like, just continues to suck. Like, are you yeah. like, and they have no more um, Leslie Frazier. He's sitting out for the year, so it's going to for McDermott on defense. So I'm curious how much does that affect him as a head coach? Like that he has to focus now on the ball. Yeah, you still there? Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. Oh, okay. I, I thought it sounded like getting cut off. Huh? So that's why that's why I was like pause for a bit. I like. What? <laughs> okay, but you know, it's um so you predict Josh Allen MVP MVP. Um I'm not gonna predict the Bills to go to the Super Bowl, but we'll get to that in a bit regarding to the Super Bowl. We see teams we we see that we talked about Lions just a while ago, they're probably one of the surprising teams, you know, they didn't make the playoffs. Which teams will you think would be the surprising team this year? So I think every year there's a worse I think the Jaguars wins last year to come from like the top pick into winning the division. The final. The Falcons, I think the NFC South is so wide open. The Panthers don't impress me. The Buccaneers, Todd Bowles is awful. Like he's awful. And then who else? The Saints? I guess. Why not the Falcons? I think they have so much offense. They have Grady Jarrett. They have Colossus. Unit they added Jesse Bates for the Bengals on that team. Ritter, their quarterback, be like, I think if he can manage the game, I think they can be a worst to first. I think they can win the division. Now, they're not going to go far, get their asses whooped in the playoffs, but I think they can. I think they can on teams. I think. Gonna win like eight nine games, like that's pretty good. They won seven games last year. Like um, they snuck. I can't believe I had to look at the standings. They actually won seven games. You would think they won like three or four games. They had Bajan Robinson, like I mentioned. Like they have talent. Yeah, they 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 beat the foreigners last season. Uh, you know, <laughs> they beat the foreigners. Uh, I think yeah, we're we're the vote team that that year, and they they were no slouch really. So I could see them win the win their division, make probably maybe make the playoffs. I, I think I, I was a toss up between for me, a toss up between New Orleans or um the Falcons. Yeah, but anyways, yeah. um Yeah, I bought yeah. like they have Derek 
Kamara is going to miss some games with suspension, and like they have question marks too. Yeah, that's that's true. That's true. Now, which team you think they will regress? Uh, Vikings. Like I think, we, like we talked about, like they just had so many one-score games. Like you could only get many times, and you cut half of those wins, they're going to be like an eight-nine win. Yeah, one. And then I think, oh man, I'm just looking at like the teams and everything. I hate to say, I think, I think the Giants. I yeah, I. Leaves like <laughs> say this yeah. when he wins. I think they're good. <laughs> I just don't think they're double digit win good like they were. A lot of they were in tight games too, like they were not. You're you're getting cut off, folks. Uh, yeah, you're you're getting you're getting cut off. I don't I don't know if you can hear me, but if you do, you can. Uh, I can't hear you. Yeah, folks, we have a technical issue. We'll be right back after we solve this technical difficulties. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you can hear me, but let me see. Uh, give me a second. Let's see. Um, yeah, I, I can't hear you like, at all. Uh, folks, we have a technical difficulties. Um. Yeah, I'll, I'll message you if you can hear me. I'll message you on on uh, on the board. The private message you. Folks, we are back. Uh, sorry, we have a technical difficulties. I just I'll I'll blame Roger Golden because he's a douchebag still. <laughs> Dude, my Wi-Fi. My I think as soon as I said the Giants, I, I think HR somehow cut me off. <laughs> Happened like I was like going on a nice rant about the Giants, and then all of a sudden I'm like cut off. I'm like, what the hell? My Wi-Fi, fucking Wi-Fi. <laughs> I have five G. I have a five G phone, and then a Wi-Fi acts up for like a minute. I'm like, what the hell happened? It's crazy. It's the power of HR. <laughs> that, <laughs> <laughs> you asked me that question the beginning, the beginning of the podcast when you was so out. But, so you so you believe the Giants will be well? Well, you mentioned the Vikings, but you also mentioned the Giants. Uh, we will probably regress. Um, yeah, I think, I think they're probably like an eight seed. I think they're still going to be good. Right. I just think there were so many close games. You know what I mean, like they also kind of won a bunch of like really tight games to their credit. And I just think, like you know, you can only win these one score games for so long. Like you can't win them all. And I just think they're like a nine-win team. I think that's good. Nine and eight, I think that's a pretty good record. I just don't know if it's enough to make the playoffs. So I think they're probably going to be on the outside looking in. Okay. I would say the team will regret the Eagles Super Bowl hangover. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I want to hope. Hey, hey, man, four nights went to the Super Bowl against the Chiefs. Everyone thinks four nights got to have a Super Bowl hangover. Despite they were right. Why not say the same thing about the Eagles? It's only fair, right? Rams won the Super Rams won the Super Bowl two years ago and then they just completely blew up like the next year. Like they were terrible. Happens. Hey, look what happened, yeah, last year. The Rams uh, and now they're dealing with the issue with Cooper Cup. 
setback with a hamstring injury. Oof. I don't know. Like, like one, and that's their only offense they have, really. So good luck, Rams. But anyways, uh, now give me your prediction: who will make the pair uh, make the playoffs for both conference NFC and AFC? AFC. So I have Buffalo winning the AFC East. I have. I think Baltimore. I actually think Baltimore got rid of Greg Roman. They got Monken as the yeah. offensive coordinator. I think Baltimore is going to edge out the Bengals for the AFC North. South, I think the Jaguars. Who else? Like Tennessee? No. <laughs> I think Jacksonville is going to win their division. And I think the Chiefs, Super Bowl champions. And I just don't think maybe outside the Chargers, nobody else is really going to give them a fight. Right. Three wild cards. So Cincinnati will be your fifth seed. Jets will be your sixth seed. Knock on wood. Knock, right. knock, knock on wood on that. And then the seventh seed, uh, Pittsburgh. I actually think there's going to be three teams in that division. Pittsburgh, okay. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the poor Browns. I think I think that's another – let's mention the Browns are going to be a disappointment this year. There we okay. go. That's, that's my disappointment. That's your disappointment. Okay, okay. There we I'm, go. Is it there always Fuck a Deshaun Watson. <laughs> I mean, I know that I know the Miz won't be happy if you listen to this because you know there we go. the Browns will be the biggest disappointment. I don't know why they have Elijah Moore. I think everywhere Elijah Moore goes. No, I don't know. They have Miles Garrett. Like they have they have good players, but I just think that's a that's a good division. Like I think it's the best division in football. Right. Okay. Um, what's your prediction to play out in the in the NFC? NFC Eagles. Uh, Lions, Falcons. I we just mentioned about the Falcons and 49ers. Okay, okay. Three wild cards would be Seahawks five, Cowboys six, and probably maybe the Giants make it. Holy shit, I'd have them as like an eight suit. Um, Maybe the Saints. You know what? Let's do the Saints. I think the I think there might be two teams, and I don't think the Bucks and Panthers are very good. Right. I think the Saints are going to get a tiebreaker over the Giants. So let's do Saints as a seven seed, and they they get they get destroyed by one of the uh, division winners. Okay, uh, I'll go ahead and make a prediction for the. I'll, I'll start. I'm not going to do this whole order thing because I'm too lazy to look who will win the division or not. I'm too lazy to do that. So yeah, I'm some kind of wholesome, am I? <laughs> Uh, but anyways, for the AFC, I have the Chiefs, Bengals, Bills, Chargers, Ravens, Jaguars, and Chets. I have the Chets in the playoffs. Um, hey, let's go. Yeah. I'll take it. Now, if they don't make the playoffs, you can play me. <laughs> oh, I will. You get me on the podcast as soon as the season's okay. over, and I will. You'll get, me, you'll get a rant from me. Okay, I'll definitely will make an arrangement for that. <laughs> in case they, if they do make the playoffs, I'll we will we'll make arrangements so you can make. Uh, but anyways, um, for the NFC, I got Sally overrated Eagles. Sorry, I'm still better. <laughs> the 49ers, <laughs> the Cowboys, Seahawks. Right? I do have the Vikings, but man, I might have to. Ch- I might change it. Um, but right as of right now, I have the Vikings. New, but I do, I'm confident about the Lions, Lions and New Orleans. I might take the Vikings out because I I I have the Giants out, but maybe. You know what? I'll put the Giants instead of the Vikings. I actually remember about the Vikings. <laughs> I'll yeah, put the I, I, it's weird because the Vikings, like, 
I, it's just such a fluke like last year. I don't know. I got to see yeah. it. I got to see it again. Yeah. Vikings. And they were, like like you mentioned earlier, Vikings won so many close games. I mean, credit to Vikings wins the win. But, man, they win so many. And they don't look too good. I mean, they didn't look too good against the Giants in the playoffs. And they, <laughs> and their defense, I don't know. Vikings is just a, it's, it's a, we'll, we'll see. But, so, okay. so yeah, yeah. So, and all they got is Chester Jefferson and Kirk Cousins. Is he's sucking prime time games? <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, he's a pain, especially on Monday night. God. Yeah, he, night playoff game. Yeah, I mean, he's he. If you want to talk about the goat, he's the goat of the prime time games of choking prime time games or losing. Oh, prime- oh man. That's that's something else. But what's your prediction for the AFC? Good at watching. He's oh yeah. Lights on him. Oh, interception! It's free money. Kyle's trying to catch balls on defense. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Now, what's your prediction for the AFC and NFC championship game? Uh, Chiefs will host against the. Bengals. We're gonna get a rematch in this time. Hello. I think didn't they win? Yeah, they beat they beat this past uh year in the FC championship between Chiefs and the Bengals. Chiefs did beat the Bengals. You still there? Uh oh. You're getting caught off again. Uh I don't know if you can hear me. But you're getting caught off again. What is going on? Mike, you still there? Uh yeah, you're 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 getting caught off again, Mike, if you can hear this. Now I had to do a lot anyway. <laughs> uh I'm I'm going ahead and message you on on the board again. Uh let me Can you hear me? Is that yeah, better? I can hear you. That's so weird. Like, I can see you in, in the thing and everything. I can hear you. That's so weird. Yeah, I can't hear. I saw you. You're still, you were still connected. Uh, but I can't hear you Hear you afterwards. I'm like, what is going on? I think I think this podcast is hunted by Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to. I have to. But, but anyways, uh, what did I, oh, yeah, that's right. You predict the AFC Championship rematch. Between the Bengals and Chiefs, correct? You know what? I think let's do Chiefs and Bills. I Ch- think Chiefs, Chiefs and, and Bills, Bills right? Ah, uh, yeah. I I just think it's too boring to have another Bengals Chiefs like rematch again. No, no. Yes. Okay. Okay. Change your mind. Okay. Okay. Chiefs and Bills. Uh, what's your prediction for the NFC Championship? And. You're... <laughs> yeah, wait, wait, wait. What's your prediction for the NC? You gotta cut. You gotta cut me. You gotta cut me. <laughs> you gotta that cut me. That wasn't me. That wasn't me. Like, no. <laughs> that sing. wasn't. I swear that wasn't me. <laughs> I know I have that kind of power. <laughs> the show's ended. <laughs> Tune in next week. 
for my for my <laughs> stay tuned for next week. We're we're on strike because it'll be, it'll be just, uh, I, I didn't really. You'd be like enough of you, <laughs> enough enough Forty Nine ers slander on the show. <laughs> it's banned. <laughs> but so you're putting the NFC Championship Eagles, Lions, again. Eagles, the Lions, the Lions. Okay, okay, NFC In- okay. Lions lose to the Eagles. I think they would yeah. beat Detroit in playoffs, but they don't match up with them. Okay. So I give you that out. I'm I'm giving you that out. So at least you're gonna lose divisional round. You're gonna win a playoff game. I really hope you chink the the Eagles <laughs> for my sake. <laughs> I picked them I mean, last year. I picked them last year. You did. To to be the top seed. You can go back on that. I'll protect the AFC and MC championship, and you're gonna love this. A- you know, cheese Bengals or Bills cheese, Bills Bills Bengals. Eh, boring. So we're gonna do something. I'm gonna do something a little different. Make this exciting. So predict for the AFC championship: Bengals versus the Chats. Wow. Bengals versus the Chats, New York Chats, or as you can say, New York Packers. Wow, you got the Jets in the title game? Oh yeah. my god. I'm calling it right now. Yeah, it's wild. I know, but that's my bold prediction. Jets. Now, 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 now. <laughs> don't, don't play my emotions. <laughs> <laughs> well, since, since you were down by my team, I'm going to make you more excited. <laughs> Reverse that call. Jinx, that's a that's a jinx. That's a jinx. I could I could just see that's some some like voodoo magic bullshit. They're going to be like six win team now instead. We're going to go back September September 3rd, 11:36 p.m. Eastern. P-Dub jinxed him. I'm going to be like, "You know what? That's it, man." That's it. <laughs> Keep record. We're gonna keep note. Right, where your notepad or whatever, or your notebooks, make your pen, and write it down. You can blame me if I cheat them, or 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 I'm one of those good luck charms. Yeah. Next, this this time next year when we do this again, instead of the intro, I'm gonna say instead of saying hi, I'm gonna play New York Jets and AFC title. A podcast with your voice. And he'd be like, what the heck happened, dude? <laughs> I'm going to be like, all right. <laughs> I'll be like, all right, I see. Okay, okay, okay. We'll keep that in mind. <laughs> but anyways. Who you got in the NFC? NFC rematch. 49ers versus Eagles, but 49ers get home field on um, this one. And this time, oh, you get the 49ers winning? Of course. And uh, no one will get hurt. No injuries, no bullshit injuries, all that crap. Uh, so that's my prediction of the AFC Championship game, Fortnite versus uh, Eagles rematch. Now predict your Super Bowl matchup and your Super Bowl winner. Bills, Eagles, and Bills. Eagles. Bills, Eagles, and the Eagles are going to finally win it. Sorry, dude. Are you such an Eagles fan or what? I'm not. I'm not, dude. The Jets. Have, I want to see the Jets finally beat Philadelphia for the first That's okay. as history. I want to see it. That's but okay. like, <laughs> I got. Listen, I have to have Buffalo lose in the Super Bowl. Like that's tradition. 
And I think their kicker, Tyler Bass, is going to be wide right, like twice. <laughs> it's going to be wide right. We're going to see RT. You're going to see him pissed. He's oh, going dele- to delete his account on PW and everything. He's going to be like, fuck it. I ain't coming back. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be, you see Jim Kelly in the stands going to be like PTSD. He's like, not oh, again. <laughs> what the fuck is this? Tyler Bass, wide right. Game winning field goal. Eagles win. Oh my God. Oh my God. Well, okay, what's your prediction of the final score of that Super Bowl? 26-24, Eagles. Tyler Bass, 45-yard field goal for the win. Wide right. Yeah, RT's butt pressure is going to go up way high. You didn't count? <laughs> He's like, I'm done. He's done. He goes, you definitely delete that. You tell HR, dude, find his email. Email him. Bring him back. I know, right? Oh. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, my prediction of the Super Bowl matchup, 49ers, I have to pick my own team. Come on now. 49ers in this, ready for it? The New York Jets. No. You're trolling. You are trolling. No. no. Get no. the heck out of here, dude. I don't, I don't want to do the Chiefs versus 49ers or Bengals versus 49ers or definitely Bills because they always let me down. So I'm doing something a little different this year. 49ers versus Jets, you got the storyline right there. If you think about Robert Salant, former defensive corner of the 49ers. Air Watchers don't have a good record against the 49ers. And, you know, 49ers don't, you know, the whole story, Air Watchers, 49ers, I'm not to go deep into detail about because we all know about the story. You will probably hear about it in the media a billion times a day. Uh, so, and, and this will take place in Las Vegas. So, you know, who will actually get the home field? 49ers. Yeah. So, and I'll predict the 49ers beat the New York Jets. Oh, you should have picked 55 10 Jets. That would have been, that would have been ballsy. That would have been 55 10 Jets. I'd be like, whoop. Okay, I'd be like, I'm. I will be if I predict the Jets <laughs> blow out the 49ers. Like, like <laughs> I mean, if, you know, if 49ers if were like, I mean, like like the Bulls, then that's a different story. The Bulls who miraculously, that, that's a different story. We're not not miraculously. They're good contenders. I can't say the same about the Bulls, but that's a different story. <laughs> but, man, the Jets in the Super Bowl. I'm yeah. telling you, man, they haven't made it since 1969. I've never seen them in my life make the Super Bowl. If they just make it, I would cry. Like, I'd be so happy. It'll be the like, first you know That'd that? be the first time I've ever seen it, and probably the last time I'll ever see it. <laughs> I could tell my offspring, I could tell all of them, I saw my football team in February play football. Crazy. Yeah. I yeah. wish. I'm, I'm not, I'm so pessimistic. They haven't made the playoffs in like over 10 years. Like, I got to see it to believe it, man. I hope so. Yeah. And you know what? It's funny because I have a guest on my podcast early last month. We make prediction on the Super Bowl. He and this is before I decide because I predict the super. I was I was gonna predict the Jets in the super. I I just predict. I make prediction. I post prediction on my Facebook just last week. Um, so he predicted the Jets in Four Nights Super Bowl, but he did predict the Jets to win the Super Bowl. I'm like, man, really? You predicted the Jets being the Four Nights Super Bowl? Oh, come on, man! And because you know, Aaron Rodgers, prime time Super Bowl, you beat finally beat the Four Nights. Sorry, man. You know, and he's a Bears fan. Um, 
So yeah, you predict the Jets win the Super Bowl. That's oh, man, dude. I you, this is you, you can't. This is blasphemy. Like you can't tell me Jets win the Super Bowl. Like that's like teasing my emotions. Like <laughs> I, I'm not falling for it. I gotta see it. We're gonna we're gonna see it. We're all gonna see it. You, me, HR, yeah. everybody. We're gonna see how good this team is. If they lay an egg at home and get blown out thirty-five, maybe it's week one. Maybe it's one game, but we're gonna see it. No more talk. It's showtime. It's showtime next Monday. It's, yeah, definitely. It's showtime. Uh, we'll see what happens. You know, Aaron Rodgers debut with the Jets Monday. You and HR will body slam each other. Hopefully, none of you don't pull a CM Punk. Sorry, CM Punk. I'm a fan of you, but I have to. I have to. This I, I can't pass up that joke. <laughs> as long as I'm not Jungle Boy. As long as I'm not the one being choked out. Yeah, that's, that's, you know, uh, I don't want to talk about CM Punk. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what, a, what a disaster, man. That's, that's, that's a different podcast for another day. But at least Tony Khan has the Jaguars, so at least they'll be good this year. Make him happy. Something Did to root you, for. Do you saw the championship belt? The, the WWE belt, the Jaguars belt are not there anymore. Or not there at all. On set on the WWE shop. Yeah, that's that's some AEW bullshit. They probably, know, told, right? they probably told them you're not making money off our brand. Nope. I'm like, nope, get up. Well, someone, someone said it was sold out. It was there before, but it was sold out. Someone mentioned that. Who the fuck so, is buying Jaguars gear? Maybe the uh, Lawrence. The like they have fans. Yeah. Not even trying to be a jerk. Like who's buying this? Well, think it this way: they probably have more fans than Arizona Cardinals. Oh, <laughs> that is going to be bad, man. Nobody's going to show up. You have road games, like the Chargers. Like the Chargers have road teams coming in all the time. Like the same thing in Arizona. Yeah, and, you know, and there's one question. I remember I asked this question last year, and you mentioned. Earlier, even earlier this episode, before Daniel left, uh, that you believe Mike McCarthy will be fired. Remember that question I asked: Which coach you think will be the first coach will be fired this season? Who you think will be the first head coach be fired this season? See, I want to say Josh McDaniels, but I think Tom Brady's a minority owner. I think Mark Davis is gonna try to stick out, try to get his investment. Ah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I said Ron Rivera as a, as a dark horse last year. I'm amazed he's still there. Like they ha- they hired Eric Bieniemy. He's kind of like the coach, like assistant coach slash offensive coordinator. You think maybe he'd take this job thinking he'd get an interim shot? And I think Todd Bowles. Todd Bowles is terrible. I'm sorry. I think the only reason he might last the full year is because um, the Glazers like Bruce Arians. And Bruce Arians, Todd Bowles are super close, and so maybe they owe it to Arians to stick it out. But I think those, I think, I think, I think Bowles, Bowles might be the first one gone. He's he's, he's terrible. Like <laughs> that team's not going to be good. Okay, okay. I'm going to go ahead and say if this team chokes, missed the playoffs, or chokes in the playoffs in the first round, like last year, I'll say Stanley, the Brandon, I think that's his name, Stan, the Chargers head coach. Oh, Brandon Staley. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. That was, that's a good one. Yeah, I'll say. I mean, you. I mean, you were winning twenty-eight to three against Jacksonville Jaguars, or twenty-seven to three, whatever the score was, and you blew the lead and lost. I couldn't. I was watching on NBC and everything. Like they were comfortably ahead. Trevor Long 
picks like no tomorrow. And then all of a sudden, that second half, choke. What a choke job, man. Yeah, they, they, they choke bad. And you know, funny is, I was watching only the first two quarters. I was like, yeah, I think, I think the Chargers going to win. I mean, Chargers going to win. And then once I, I, and I saw on the board, maybe a couple hours later, I think it was hit the fourth quarter, I think. I was like, what? Did they make a go? I saw someone post, I don't know what it was. Might be CM Punk post the poster from the PW, not the actual CM Punk. Just to be clarified, CM Punk or something. <laughs> I like, wait, didn't get... so I, I had to check the game. I was like, holy crap, they're making a comeback. So I was like, oh dang! <laughs> and then boom, you know the rest of the story. The result, they joke badly, very bad. Ooh. They can't stop. Single, they know they can't stop the run. So what do they do? They do nothing. They just go in every single year knowing they can't stop the run. Like it's, who? Like you? That, that's your job as like a coach. Yeah. They'd be like, find guys. And they don't do it every single year. It's amazing. <laughs> it's crazy. That's, you know, Brandon Stanley, and I know you mentioned this too. He's he's not a good coach. He's terrible. I mean, you you're coaching a talent team. If this team, it, I'll be surprised he still beats the team. Unless they win the three, I'll be surprised they'll win the Super Bowl. <laughs> but I, I, I expect something bad, something, uh, sorry, Chargers fan, but knowing Stanley coaching that team, that team's got jokes eventually. Again. Derwin James, Nick, uh, sorry, Joey Bosa, they have Khalil Mack, like they have talent. It's just, I don't yeah. know why. They have one of the best young quarterbacks in the game. Austin Eckler, they have Mike Williams, like how, like closing games out. Like how how were they like struggling two years ago? They struggled against the Raiders. Remember the Raiders made the playoffs in the final game yep. of the year. That was another yep. choke job by Staley. Like yeah, it's make or break for him. He's got a that's a good that's a good one by you. It's a good pick. Make make or break, but anyways, it's good to talk to you. I I did say. Before the recording, I'll probably do a lot of editing today. Um, <laughs> Labor Day tomorrow. Yeah, Labor Day, Labor Day. Uh, but you know, it's good to talk to you as always. Um, and you're welcome to come back if you're up to it, man. Yeah, dude. Listen, we got the we got the Jets, we got the Knicks. We got a lot to talk about, man. A lot of a lot of expectations for these two teams, and it's going to be a lot of disappointing happening. So I'm. As a Bulls fan, I know what disappointment really is. Well, yeah, yeah. at least no Alonzo Ball. At least you know already he's not playing. He's not coming to save the day. That's true. He's done <laughs> for the season. Hey, but we signed Javon Carter. Yeah. Not that funny, but yeah. Exactly. Myself. Well, he's not a bad player, already, but. Yeah, keep him off the Knicks. You can have, have Zach Levine, Nikolai Vujovic, have all those guys. DeRozan. Please play play to five. five. Unfortunately, hey, we the best ten mil team ever. Okay, <laughs> they're not bad enough to. They're not good enough to win anything. Like that's the worst in the NBA. Like, the worst feeling. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, we're, we're not talking about the Bulls. The Forty Niners, positive vibes only. Yeah. Positive vibe only, even though you predict the Eagles to win the Super Bowl. Hey, listen, I'm just calling it like it is. We'll see, though. Listen, Debo Samuel, I think Debo Samuel, I think he trash-talked the Eagles. Something like that. Yeah, he said, I'm 
You said enough of that. Enough of that noise. We'll see. Yeah. You're gonna see Rock Purdy. Well, um, Hassan Reddick. I think he injured him. Yeah. Um, maybe a little bit of pay. Maybe a little bit of payback. Oh, you injured my shoulder. Now I'm gonna fuck you guys over. Yeah, we're playing. We're playing this. The Eagles on week. So what week was it? I, can't I hope that's a prime time game. It was a prime time game. I think it's in December. I think that's when we're playing. Uh, you know what? Now, uh, now I want to look up the schedule. Now I'm not lazy anymore. Let me look it up. Hook lines. Yeah, I'm. I'm getting on my phone right now. And why I'm not connected to my Wi-Fi? I don't have freaking no idea. Uh, okay. Uh, let me look at type out the corner schedule. Um, folks, we're looking at the corner schedule. Yeah, I'm. A, I never said I was a professional, a pro. So <laughs> that's my. Now there's too many games. I I don't blame. Is like what now? Eighteen weeks. Uh, different, like I six different countries. Like they play like four different countries this year. Like Mexico, Germany, London. But does Canada get a game? Like everybody gets a game. Maybe Australia. <laughs> like it's crazy. And while we don't get it here in New Mexico, <laughs> yeah, put it, put it, put it Albuquerque, Albuquerque or Las Cruces, Santa Fe. Give somebody, give somebody some love. Shoot, somewhere in the in the state that have no market for the NFL. Why do you give other countries? I mean, I'm not here on the other countries, you know. But come on now, we, we, you know, other countries. I mean, other states need some love that don't have no market. You know, like like New Mexico or why, why. Come on now. Gotta wake up six, seven in the morning to watch these London games for you guys, right? In the West Coast. Yeah. Uh I, I'm not a morning person. Six, seven in the morning. When play, I hate when they play in London because it's like early morning here, like six, seven in the morning. I was still I'm still sleeping. <laughs> it's uh, weird. It's a weird feeling. Yeah. Nine thirty. Yeah. And then after nine thirty, then the actual one o'clock games happen. Like it's weird. It is. It is, you know, and let's see. Why I can't find it? Uh, let's see. Oh, we're playing against the Cowboys in week five. <laughs> that that should be a good one. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's I don't know what we. That's December ten. No, I, I take it back. Sorry, December third, early December. We're playing against the Eagles, and we're on the. We're gonna play at Eagles. Four twenty five. That's not a national game. That's crazy. That might be flex. It might be flex, maybe. But you're right. Yeah, it should be flex. So it, sh- it should be flex. But you know, Wadjigo, he's a douchebag. <laughs> maybe Wadjigo is the one that cut off our internet connection. That wouldn't know. surprise me. I mean, he is a douchebag. I uh, the douche Wadjigo douchebag dot com. Yeah, there you go. I thought they're gonna get rid of him. I thought he was not gonna come back. Like they're talking him, and then he gets some stupid <laughs> deal. I, I read about that. I was so excited. And then <laughs> give, what, what the? Is this my April Fool joke or something? <laughs> That's some hustle. He's like hustling. He said, "I don't want to. I don't want to come back." Oh, give me, give, give me eight figure contract. Oh, I'll sign the paper. Okay, wait a minute. <laughs> That's, some, That's some hustle. That's some like negotiating tactics. Yeah. Oh man, my God. I would rather have Adam. I know you're not a fan of Adam Silver, but I rather have Adam Silver. Dude. I hate Adam Silver. It's Count Dracula. Count Dracula. Nosarafu. You know he's a Knicks fan, so. Oh, he is. But the NBA lottery says otherwise. Haven't moved up in like thirty years. Well, you're a playoff team, so you can't make the lottery. I know. <laughs> Don't jinx it, man. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. 
you you predict the Eagles to win the Super Bowl. Well, you might change that. To be fair, you might change the Eagles. So. <laughs> Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Listen, Jalen Hurts, he had one great year. Now he got that megastar money. Yeah. Uh, you never know. Maybe he got the money. He just says, fuck it. I'm done. I can live I can live comfortably the rest of my life. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And well, I did predict Jets to the Super Bowl. But that's my bold prediction. Jets four and nine Super Bowl. So <laughs> so we'll see. So you'll you'll definitely be on my podcast if Chits miss the playoffs. Oh, that should be a good one. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> that that's uh, that means a new head coach, new general manager, and probably new quarterback because I think Rodgers would leave. Right. Or Chets make the playoffs. You'll be excited for the team that at least make the playoffs. So Brent, you there. You go. Yeah, I'll take so, it. You know. Make it. Just make the playoffs. I'll be happy. Whatever happens, happens. Say la vie. Whatever happens. Yeah. Or- or my prediction go right, Chats make the Super Bowl. Oh, now, 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 now. Yeah. It's like The Rock. Remember yeah. The Rock does like the settle down, settle down, settle down. So wait a minute. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wait a yeah, minute. Yeah, 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 there you go, there you go, there you go. <laughs> but, but anyways, we yeah, go ahead. I'll go ahead and wrap this up finally. Sorry it takes long due to the technical issues we had, we be having, which is weird today. Um, but, but anyways, you're welcome to come back up to it or anything. Is there anything you want to plug in? Your social media or more chits or more particular saying good things about the Eagles for whatever reason <laughs> or anything like that, man? No, I'm not an Eagles fan. Contra- Everybody thinks I'm some sort of like Eagles homer. I don't like them. I don't care about them. Jets play them this year. I hope they beat them for the very first time in franchise history. I would just say PW forms. I think that's the place to be. It's a good young, you know, not young, a good, a good group of posters. Well, not young anymore, but good. You know, Daniel HR is, is the administrative there. Right. Uh, yeah, it's a bunch of good, good chatter, sports talk, video games talk, WWE, AEW, AEW's drama central. That alone's worth the price of mission. Yeah, dude, it's it's a good form. A lot of it's a small group, small native people that knew each other for like decades. Yeah. I've been there for almost 20 years. My God, 20 years. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Like, that's, I'm old. I'm so old. I'm just sorry. I'm just ranting. What makes me, what makes me feel? I'm older than you, I think. <laughs> I'm older than you. <laughs> we, we know, well, we never met in person. You know, in person, we never met. But we interact since, what, 20, since the, Messenger and we MSN chats in two thousand mid two thousands. That's how yeah. far back this go. Oh, like, crazy. Like before two thousand ten, free ages. We know. I know we, we know each other before two thousand ten because that whole because you know Fink <laughs> shout out to Fink if you were Dr. Death Fink. Dr. Uh, Death Fink. You know. You know he he always thought LeBron's gonna go to the next blah blah blah. Yeah, Restore the roar. Too. I wish he was on the forums just for the lion, just for the Homer, all that Homer talk. He'd be he'd be absolutely just unbearable. <laughs> I don't post on Real GM because he used to post on Real Real GM. I know uh, he had those weird like cartoon characters, like the drawings that he did. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah. He, he used to post on another message board from Real GM. Um, I don't know if he still posts there or not. I don't. I don't even know if he's still active on that. Form and be on that form for a while, 
but he was on the Knicks board. I saw him a couple of times. Knicks I was like, wow. Yeah. I was like, oh, wow. Yeah, and, you know, he's Ortega taco crap. <laughs> <laughs> but, but anyways, you can follow me on Instagram, pwh 2 I'm on threads now, better than Twitter. <laughs> or I should say X, stupid name, stupid name. That's so stupid to rebrand. Uh, Twitter you know, X. Your... Oh, you catched him last. We'll be nice this time, but oh my god. Why you mean we be nice? Not I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna be nice to you to Elon Musk. Hey, Elon Musk. You as an owner of a business, you're not that third bright. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> you, I, I don't know where you start, but uh, I'm, I'll, I'll stop right there right now. I'm just saying. I'm just saying he's not very bright. Yeah, he's, he's he's an idiot. But anyways, <laughs> not wrong. Watch my pocket. Yeah, not I'm, wrong. Not, I'm not. He's he's a he's a billionaire. Is he really a billionaire? Because I, I have a this theory that I think he's somehow he. I'm not saying I think he's a millionaire, but I don't think he's a billionaire. I have this theory that this whole billionaire stuff is fucking bullshit. No, he's got money. Some he's, like, he's got some hidden stack of money. Like him, mm. him and Bezos, they have some sort of stock. Like their probably net mm-hmm. value is like shown less than what they really are. They want to seem sure? like they're not as rich. For a billion, for a billionaire, and I, you know, quotation marks. He's sure not being shown regarding. I know. I get it. You try to make a profit, but Twitter. But come on now, you're and you're not doing too good right now with this whole rebranding acts. You're charging people with that stupid blue check mark, all that crap. Um, and I think there's something else too. I find out recently. I don't. I don't remember what you did. For, something about limit the characters of when you DM someone or something. I might be wrong. Yeah, they they limit how many you can post and how much you can read. Remember, there was like it's, a certain, oh, yeah. and then you get like a message saying you've reached your limit. They were testing this out and like, like that. That was so stupid. That is so. And they were so, talking about. Uh, they were talking about you can't block people. That was the other thing he was talking about. He's like, he's gonna prohibit you from. Wow, something crazy. He's crazy, man. I'm, but he's he's rich, but he's crazy. Stupid rich, stupid rich. Sport. Ah, you know, I, I think I think later later on we're gonna see it. You know how the dark side of the ring documentary, dark side of the ring with Elon Musk. Just watch. There might be yeah, he's gonna some, something's gonna happen. Like he's gonna he's gonna get caught with something. He's he's yeah. not, he's arrogant enough where he's gonna do something like treacherous. Yeah. I can see it. Yeah, definitely. But you can hop on Threads. It's much better than Twitter or X. So follow me on at the same user as on Instagram, pwh 2 Yeah, pwh 2 I have to double check. <laughs> pwh 2 That Stop Podcast has a Facebook page. I post new episodes and announce new guests regarding that Stop Podcast related. That Stop Podcast is available from 10 different platforms, which you can listen to all the episodes, including this episode, from 10 different platforms such as Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Orcast, Pocketcast, Google Podcast, Radio Public, um, Amazon Music, and Castbox. Check that out. Check that out. Next Sunday, the next Let's Talk Podcast is next Sunday, which hey, same name you have. Mike will join uh Let's Talk Podcast. We will talk about professional wrestling. So we're gonna talk Ooh. about next 
next Sunday, next Sunday. Um, so stay tuned for next Sunday night on Let's Talk Podcast. So everyone, have a good night. We apologize for the technical difficulties. Just playing Roger Goodell and Elon Musk. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And, and remember our predictions. So, you know, <laughs> so if Chets don't make the payouts, he's a good fan on the podcast. That's why. If not, you can hear his segment on the podcast the next time you come on the podcast. There you go. But anyways, stay tuned. Um, NFL is upon us this Thursday. The Lions versus the Chiefs. And everyone, have a good night. Happy Labor Day, man. Happy Have a happy Labor Day. Have a happy Labor Day to everyone. And good night, everyone. Peace out. Later. Good night.